Put down your pins, grab your headphones, and turn off the television. It's time for your favorite podcast show that supports people like you and me. Available on all podcast channels and on YouTube. It's the Dr. Bryant Speaks Podcast Show and your host, Dr. Bryant. One of the things about paying attention is to never assume that the person is not the type. Do not ever box your mental thought in assuming that person is not the type. Don't do that. Anybody can be the type. As a ranger, you know, if you know anything about us rangers, you know, we're special ops. We're, you know, categorized among the best, the elite. And you could imagine with that, there's a lot of ego because we're trained, we're, 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 we're weapons. You know, we are literally going into some of the most intense situations, either through training or actual combat. And the circumstances that surround us, you got to be a certain type of person to perform. And that chip on your shoulder, that ego is what keeps you pushing and pushing and pushing. So you don't think that somebody of that nature would consider suicide, especially when you don't even understand what it really is about. Because when I go back 10 years ago and try to understand how I perceived suicide, I'm almost positive that I looked at it as a weakness. So I'm going to take the weakness of how I novicely understood it and I would never associate it to a ranger because, again, that's not something that we are considered to be weak. But again, you do not know who is the type. So we have to pay attention to the warnings. There are a lot of them. And I... I I am so sorry that you would have to have the burden to always pay attention, to identify, to protect your loved ones, your family or friends. But we're going to break it down a little bit to make it a little easier. But there's still quite a bit to focus on. Severe sadness, moodiness, hopelessness, sleep problems. These are all things somebody might be going through withdrawals, changes in personality. You know, some of these things you guys will be able to identify with, but if you know that person, then you can pick up on it. It's just a matter of associating it to what could be. Anything related to harmful behavior, recent trauma, or here's one that usually people can pick up on, and that's them just having a conversation about suicide. 
you know, when we whenever I go to the uh, the VA, <laughs> my doctor always asks me, "Have you considered suicide?" That's like the most common questions for veterans when we go to see our therapist. They want to make sure that we have not considered it. So when that conversation comes up, typically you probably should be on alert. Why is that person talking about it? So we're going to break some of this down. But the thing is, a lot of these symptoms, they have crossovers. And what I mean by that is you're going to have something's going to relate to another thing and all the more important for you to really pay attention. Again, I say that phrase, pay attention. So I mentioned sadness. Well, we all are people, right? We already talked about that. That's our common denominator. We're human beings and we're not always in the best of moods. So I'm not saying, oh, as soon as somebody is sad because they had a bad day, oh, they have an element of suicide. Let me hurry up and call the police and we 5150 them into the hospital. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is look at the totality of the situation. In my personal experience with my friend, I didn't pick up on his sadness. So you have somebody, for instance, in school, and they're constantly having this sadness about them every time they either go to school or the results from school. Maybe it's their grades. You know, maybe you're seeing them having this continuous emotion related to how they're dealing with school. Is it maybe they're having there's a bully there? Maybe somebody bullying them through the Internet or at school and they can't seem to find a way out of it. We have data that proves how bad bullying could be. And that sadness is, again, an element of why somebody may feel to choose suicide. Now, what about even if it's related to work? Um, I actually had a bully back when I was working. I remember that. Now, <laughs> The difference was this is post-military, so I almost kicked his ass, but that's another story. Not everybody's going to be somebody, you know, like me and can deal with it the same. But the thing is, bullies, especially in roles of authority, and you're the sole income of your household, or, you you know, the, there's no outlook of another job. I mean, it could be a number of reasons. So it's important to understand that, again, this could impact somebody. So if you're a friend and you're talking to somebody and they're discussing how things are so bad and you're seeing this pattern of behavior and they're sad because of the denominator of work, pay attention. Tying the segue from work is also related to financial. Many people, many people live paycheck to paycheck. And this could be very worrisome. This could be something that could impact somebody greatly if they feel that they're failing their family. Again, going back to my friend. This was one of his concerns. He felt that 
he wasn't able to pass a certain test to make more money to provide for his family. So financial could be a huge thing. You know, you had a, you didn't have insurance, medical insurance, and something happened. Now you got this hundred and something thousand dollar bill. Plus you're barely getting by with your day-to-day, you know, job that's, you know, just barely surviving. And your kid needs this and your spouse needs that, or you got a couple of kids, you know, it's, it, this stuff can really weigh heavy on somebody. Everybody is different. So you cannot judge or know how they feel or how they are thinking. It's one of the, my pet peeves is when somebody thinks they know how somebody is feeling or how, why, why would they feel like that? What, what's, what's wrong with them? They shouldn't be thinking like that. Don't do that. You have no idea of why somebody may feel the way they feel. So that sadness can be very, very overwhelming. Let's talk about moodiness. Now, it's a, there's, a, there's a relationship to obviously being sad and, you know, good moody. But the thing is, moodiness, I look at that is because it's more of an abrupt nature of emotions, you know, sort of a come and go. So the thing is how they are and then suddenly they're this way. You know, they're kind of up and down. Those things could contribute, you know, especially if you don't really understand or you don't see a reason like what really like. But again, you don't judge. You don't question. Pay attention. You also have hopelessness. Hopelessness is something that many people go through. You know, I can go back and think about a time when you're, I was applying for jobs and it just really looked grim. I told you in the past in one of my previous shows when I was homeless, I, I was, you know, married and we separated. I left the house and... I had a quick stint at a relative's, but then eventually I was just living out of my SUV. And I'm, you know, I was still teaching and I'm still, you know, a doctorate student. So because I was teaching, I still had access to computer and I would go to the local uh, school uh, facility and use the computer and I'm applying for jobs and applying for jobs and applying for jobs. And it looked pretty hopeless because here I am sleeping in my truck at night in a hotel parking lot and during the day trying to do my best and applying for jobs that just was not coming back. Thank goodness I wasn't actually in a class that particular semester because I would think back wondering how in the hell was I going to be able to iron my shirts or wash my clothes? I mean, clearly I could probably go to someplace and uh, a laundromat um, and do that. But again, I, if you remember my story, I had very, very minimum about amount of money. 
So it was like my little three, four, five dollars was used on subway. But the hopelessness is an emotion that you cannot judge. And employment is one of the biggest ones. And then you also, believe it or not, relationships. What about somebody who feels they're in a relationship they can't get out of? Or maybe somebody who's alone and wants a relationship and feels nobody cares about them enough to want to be in a relationship with them. And then you tie in the fact that maybe somebody will take it a next step and then it's about their weight. They cannot lose weight. I don't, I, 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 I can go on and on, but again, I think you understand that we're dealing with a lot of different elements and people approach this and they take this internally to a point where apparently it's so bad that they feel they have to make a decision and it's a decision that is all too permanent. And that's what we need to avoid. Wanting to lose weight or gain weight, that's something that this that could be so profound to a person of importance that they may choose to make a drastic decision. I hope you have been enjoying the show. Well, do not go anywhere just yet. We have a continuing episode with Dr. Bryant Speaks. 